Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Vilka Nascimento. I am the Leadership Talks host. And today I have Shane Johnson here with me. Uh, Shane uh, has been seen on Men's Health, Forbes, Squire Magazine, Fox Business, and US Today Motivational Speaker. That's why you're here today, Shane. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Super excited. I'm super excited to be on your show and uh, and chit chat. It's been a while, so looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, absolutely. It's been like three years since uh, hike across America, where we met here in Washington D.C. And I just wanted to catch up and see how is business, how is life, how is work life balance with the, you know everything else that you do. It's going great. You know, um, fortunately, over the years, I think I've. I, you know, I always tell people the way I developed my businesses many years ago was kind of for this type of platform only because I'm a, I'm a, I'm an extrovert in the crowd, but a natural introvert, right? Like I, I, I'd be completely all right, uh, locked up in my house, um, you know, watching Netflix or doing my own thing. Uh, uh, I do extrovert um, because I have to, you know, so I developed my models around being able to have that kind of gypsy type mindset of being able to travel the world and see and do, I didn't like being um, locked into one footprint, and, you know, and I'll probably contribute that to the military as well too. being able to just pick up everything that you have in a small bag and shipping out to a different place in a matter of, you know, minutes was always really cool um, and allowed me to see the world a little bit more. So, you know, when the pandemic came along and everybody was really forced into it, I really honestly had kind of already did it. So it was super exciting. I think if anything, if it, if it calmed anything down, I was probably my runs across America, like, you know, raising awareness via that platform. But all in all, it's been super exciting growing our business, um, businesses and speaking and inspiring. And, and people really need it, you know, right now, um, though I found some positivity out of it. Unfortunately, for a lot of people, it was extremely challenging and they needed to hear some some positive you know, affirmations. So, um, yeah, it's going good. All's good. Awesome. Awesome. And I wanted to, uh, you know, highlight your speaking engagements, because when you were here um, in D.C., you were invited to speak at the White House as well. Right. So talk to us about that. Yeah. Wow. It seems so long ago. Um, <laughs> so so every year, my goal was to find some type of way to raise awareness for a specific cause. A lot of times I focused on the veteran community. You know, myself, I was homeless for two years. I went through some pretty challenging times, suffered through um, still to this day, PTSD and, and go through therapy with it and a lot of things that I experienced. Um, and it put me in kind of a dark place for quite some time. And I always said, you know, whenever I got out of it or got into a better position, I was going to find a way to make sure that I raised more awareness about it. So, you know, we kind of formulated Hike Across America. Um, the one that you were a part of, we ran from New York all the way down to Florida, about 1600 miles. And I carried a, a 100 pound pack that whole time. Um, and, uh, I set a world record at, uh, ODU for the fastest one mile carrying 100 pounds. Um, and we had many stops along the way. So our project manager, um, Diane, um, she was amazing. She worked with Disney. Uh, she put together all of our events and put together our speaking engagements, really kind of talking about, um, just, the type of awareness, what to pay attention to, um, you know, what we should be doing in the community, you know, especially at the White House and and at Congress was really just kind of discussing the importance of understanding what our roles are in leadership roles, um, focusing on the fact that, you know, we're the voice of the people, not the people, and that our job is to articulate a message for a group of people and to advocate on their side um, to show what America really stands for. 
and also kind of paying attention to that realized that the foundation of America is families, you know, whether it be a single parent home or a two parent home or, you know, grandparents or whatever, that the idea of family is being able to understand that the importance of running a successful company is paying attention to the company that you have at home and being a phenomenal CEO of that. Um, knowing you know how to time manage that, how to pay attention to them, how to make sure that you articulate your love and care for your family. And I think if we kind of, uh, that message when I was really pushing that was saying, as America, if we could pay attention more to that type of platform, we wouldn't need policies and procedures or to focus on them as much as a driving factor to win, but to ultimately find a unified front together where we can say, you know what, we're happy at home and we love each other. We've got a good foundation here. Now let's go out and tackle the policy programs and things that we need to, to, to get by on day to day. So that was really what that, um, when I was there, what that was about. Awesome. Awesome. And yeah, you know, I think I had the pleasure, right? Not just hosting you guys, but your entire team and your family here, you know, in Washington DC at the time. But now um, I also, you know, it's been what, two, three years since, uh, you know, that experience here in DC and you've had many, many, many other opportunities of also breaking another world record. I saw that the push-ups, right? Well, how many was that? I was. Um, I attempted two world records, but broke only one. So I did uh, the most push-ups of one hour, which was thir- uh, 3,050. And then I continued to go for another 11 hours where I did over 16,500 push-ups uh, trying to break the 12-hour world record. Um, and we did that to raise funds for the National Purple Heart Honor Mission out of New York. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like you're between the businesses and, you know, the athletic, you know, side of it and family. How do you um, have time um, to be, you know, a, a speaker and go to different engagements? Like talk to us about that because it's like it's so many things that you do. Yeah, it's, it's you know, I don't know. It's, um, it's really not that challenging. I and mean, I think everything kind of goes together. You know, fortunately, if I do something, you know, Charlie's with me, we spend a lot of time together. So we go and do our engagements together. You know, I built, maybe a better way to say this, I built my businesses around my daughter's timing versus the other way around. So, you know, and that's a pretty set schedule, right? You know, when she's going to go to school, when she's going to get out of school, you know, what her objectives are. And then I build my business around that. And then just be more versatile, um, again, around her schedule versus around the company schedule. So if someone asks me to speak, you know, normally I'll, I'll say, okay, well, let's find it on a day where my daughter's off of school, or there's a time where I have that flexibility where we can do it together and engage. You know, I, I think a lot of people think that the way that I do things comes from some type of um, a positive direction. Believe it or not, it actually comes from a, a larger part of my a larger part of my PTSD because of uh, my third time dying and, and, and the experience I went through from you know, coming back to life, um, I have this massive fear that I'm, I'm, pro- I, I'm gonna die every day. So I live my life a little differently than most people. So um, I never want my daughter to, I was literally just having this conversation not even an hour ago. Um, I never want her to think, um, if God forbid I did die, that, that daddy didn't care, he, he wasn't there, he didn't pay attention to her enough. So all these things that I'm doing is really for her. It's really backlinks and social media and interviews and stuff that maybe one day, if for some reason she wasn't old enough for me to be able to tell the story, she could just log in online and be like, yeah, my dad set a world record and my dad ran across America. My dad helped all these people. And I always wanted her to look at me in that light. Um, so it comes back from that experience many years ago and it actually comes into this. So I manage all of that according, you know, just focus on 
being there for her when it's time to be there for her and finding a way to develop my business with she and I doing it. Um, and then just being authentic with people like this is my life. This is part of who I am. You know, you get me, you get her. And, and this is this is what we do together. This is this is what's important, important to me. Yeah, that's amazing. Actually, I had the pleasure of meeting her and your other daughters too. And it was what her five, uh, uh, five year old and um, birthday five, right that we celebrated at the hotel. And I was like, she was just so happy and so excited. And you know, five, it's like that big you know, step, right? And I can totally, um, you know, connect with you. And I think that after that also, I was just like, you know, seeing, uh, and like you said, you know, you as a person, you are the same in business, in, per in person, real life as well. Um, so it was just like very magical, you know, and I was so happy to be able, you know, to, to be part of that, you know, that coordinating with Diane and everything in your team. So um, that was really, really, really nice. And they touched no, listen, <laughs> she, she remembers you and remembers that day. We talk about it very much because obviously of where the hotel was located, it, you know, she considers it the White House. So she's like, daddy, the White House threw me a birthday party. I'm like, I know, right? It's so cool. You know, she was, she was just so into it. It was just an amazing thing that everybody um you know was a part of and that you you put together it was super cool so it's definitely something we'll remember forever I, I she probably brings it up at least once every two or three months we'll be talking about something and she'll mention now she was like remember when my my birthday was at the white house <laughs> so, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh you're gonna make me cry here stop <laughs> that is the sweetest thing ever you know and that's why you know i think uh, also with the the podcast and talking about leadership you know i think people sometimes they forget right to have this work-life balance that we all need Right. A few minutes ago when we were chatting and I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm having a great time uh, in my career right now. I was able to go home and be with my family, take my dad to dinner, you know, after work. And it's just like an unbelievable uh, part of ourselves as humans. Right. We want to be with people that we connect that are, you know, our um, strength, right? Like our, how you were built as a person. So I admire you for that and, you know, for doing all uh, that you are doing for her and, and for your family. So, you know, uh, for, for sure, you know, she will remember, you know, what every step that you're doing and, you know, it's really, um, really, really blissful for me to hear, you know, that she remembers the party. <laughs> She does all the time. My, my birthday's at the White House. So that was, you know, it's a, it's a direct reflection of your leadership and character, the position you were in, you were in. You know, we, I'll, I'll tell you that whole, you know, obviously being a part of Hyatt and, and, and being, you know, them being one of our sponsors and kind of how we put that together. You know, it was interesting. Um, you get caught in the brand name, not realizing that the brand name doesn't represent each hotel and uh, the way that it is and it makes it unique based on who's there right based on the service they provide and how they run it and it's really your independent business it's it's extremely um interesting to see that because again the general public when we portray a brand we associate anything that we know with the brand with that so we think that the expectations are set in this direction or whichever you know is very staunch or the thought process or pretentious or however you perceive that brand whatever it may be you know, what was interesting is when you think of Hyatt, when I think of hotels, 
I think of uh, success, the people that owned it, the things around. I don't think about the luxury of enjoying what the hotel can do for my family. I don't think the hotel industry, and I can say this because I'm not in it, but I think in that industry alone doesn't create a sense of service that creates an environment where a family feels comfortable. It's really about either price or the success of whoever's building it and the dynamic behind it. You know, when we were a part of what you had, it really felt like I could, I mean, it was like, it was like, it was like your own business. Like we came to you with a problem and said, Hey, I've got this little girl's got to run a birthday. We're in the middle of a hike, which is one of the most random things to make a request of a hotel. And, you know, you were right there on top of it and made it amazing. Something that my daughter will remember forever. And to me, that's what defines truly the nature of the business, right? It should have been your name because you created something that was so dynamic and, and so unique to our family that helped us remember forever. And I could care less what the brand name was on the side of the building. I was more concerned about, well, we'll go where Wilk is going to be because she's going to take care of it for you. You know, so that was, um, that was pretty epic to know all these hotels that I stayed at in different places that by far the experience with you was like the best. Oh, and I remember also, I think, uh, I think uh, like a month later after you guys went out to Orlando, I got a handwritten note from Diane and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the sweetest thing, you know, and it, you know, definitely I think, um, you know, the part of the, the, the business that, you know, some people sometimes forget is the caring part, right? Because we are, again, you know, we are dealing with human beings right and it's yes you're here for business but i see what else can i do to make this trip you know comfortable not just for you your team but for your family as well and it was a very interesting group because you know um i think we had to uh, i had to adapt right because it's like yes you were there for business but then also you had your family with you and how you know, I was always like, hey, Diane, is everything okay? You know, and I see you going for training, you know, with your trainer, Marcus at the time, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I remember details, you know, it's like from this experience because it was really unique and versatile. And um, so I really, you know, I'm really super, like I told you before we started, I'm like, I'm super excited, you know, and I know you also uh, wrote books about leadership and you go on speaking engagements. Uh, so talk to us about the books that you've wrote, written and um, how people can, you know, get in, in touch with you um, to either purchase the book or for our speaking engagements. Yeah, so um, I'm all over social media. So my my handle's at T Shane Johnson. So any social media platform, you should be able to find me there. My website's uh, tshaneinspires.com. Um, of course, I'm on Amazon. Um, and I had the fortunate opportunity to write four books. Um, hike Across America was my first one, which experienced kind of my second hike. Um, I'd already done my first one, but I talked about my second one. And it was really just kind of the title of the tagline. But that that book really is kind of more of a memoir. I think it tells more about my experiences, um, my experience with death, but then I kind of turn them into stories that talk about how you can use it and make it relatable and some fun stuff um, that, that can apply to your life. Um, the, the second book, Keep Your Feet Moving, that was really a leadership book. That one just gave a little bit more systematic approach to leadership. Uh, well, my perspective on leadership and some things that you can do to kind of help you, you know, become a little more effective. Um, Done by 2.30, that book, um, the, it, that's by far one of my favorites. The idea behind Done by 2.30 was creating a platform, which we were literally just talking about, 
um, is accomplishing all of your goals before you pick your kids up from school. You know, two thirty is a pretty pretty important time, and you have children. You know that they get out of school, you've got to be there for them. You know, you don't ever want them to to come home and there's no one there. Um, so, if you could find a way to accomplish all of your goals before that time frame, you know, would you, could you, and how do you do it? And I really went into the dynamic of you know a lot of people don't understand that my speaking and my runs and the veterans everything came back to where we are now is um, I knew that I could only write so many checks or put together so many hygiene kits or get so many sponsors to fix an issue between, you know, abused women or um, homeless children or teens or, you know, homeless veterans. And what I found was, is that that was a, that was an uphill battle to try to fix it at that end. So I thought, you know, if I came back to the head of the source, which is really here, it comes down to, especially Americans, you know, we're, we're so caught up in status quo of what our job title is and how much money we make and if we work hard or we're smarter. And um, it's just a really weird, weird concept where other countries don't really think like that. So I wanted to kind of focus more on, you know, accomplishing your goals and the things that you wanted as quickly as possible and teaching people again to be the CEO at home. Because, you know, a really weird question I always ask people when I'm standing on stage and I'm talking about leadership is I'll always say, um, you know, I'll say, how many of you, you know, you'll, you'll appreciate this in the line of work you're in now and you were in, as I would always say, how many of you have a CRM that is um, basically built to reach out to new customers or contact old customers? Raise your hand. You know, of course, everyone ranges there. Oh, yeah, we've got this system. They're just ripping and rearing to tell me what it is, right? And I'm like, right, how many of you send thank you notes or cards each week to say, hey, I appreciate you and thank you for coming and staying or thank you for being part of my business? Oh, yeah, 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 I totally do that. Um, I said, okay, great. How many of you have some type of text messaging platform or a phone call follow-up or something of that nature that basically contacts your client? And how many of you actually have a stat that says, I've got to call them within four hours and then eight hours and then 24 hours and then 15 times throughout the weekend? Man, managers are raising their hands up. And I'll say, and how many of you have that for your family? Right? And then no one raises their hand. I'm like, when's the last time you sent a thank you note to the person that you love the most? When's the last time you've sent a text message drip campaign to let them know how important they are? How many times have you actively reached out to your children or to your partner as much as you called uh, a client that you have no clue who it is that can give you nothing in return when you fail in life, right? And then no one raises their hand. You might get like one or two people, but very rarely does anyone raise their hand, right? And it's just because business and life has taught us to, to develop relationships with complete strangers with an exchange of monetary gain versus when you make all that money, the only thing that you want when you finally make it is to have someone to spend it with or a family to enjoy it with. And yet we're not focusing on that business to make sure that return on investment's good. So the idea behind Done by, by 230 was really accomplishing those goals as quickly as possible so that by 230, you pick your kids up and the rest of your day is to do whatever it is, which is to focus on your family. Um, you know, so um, that was really kind of my big platform. And when I speak, that's really what I talk about. When I go and I just find a way to kind of integrate it in with all organizations, depending on what it is, they'll have me come in and speak about leadership. My theory and thought on leadership is leadership is not a one size fits all. Um, I don't understand why there are so many platforms out there saying servant leadership, servant leadership. Okay, great. But that doesn't work with everybody, you know, um, uh, you know lead from the front. Okay, great. But that doesn't work from everybody. You know, some people, a lot of military people, we like to just be told what to do and then we execute. You know, we, we don't need to be held our hands hold. We don't need to be hugged, hug it out. We don't need to have an emotional conversation. Just tell us what we need to do and we'll go do it. And as long as you can do it, we'll do it too. 
you know, there's some people out there that like servant leadership where they want to be, you know, a little more pacified, a little bit more connected, which again, is a great platform. It's just doesn't, it doesn't fit everyone. I believe a true leader is someone who can find a way to be able to lead in multiple different ways based on multiple different personalities, because you're not always going to be able to pick your team, you know, and say, well, everybody's got to think like me. And I think that's a, that's a very narrow mind thought process when it comes to leadership. I think it's good to have all different types of people and personalities around allows me to become an even more um, well-rounded leader, allows me to communicate people on all aspects. Um, you know, I would think like what truly a politician should be, right? Like someone who can basically speak to all people in all formats and all ways and lead in all different ways so that everyone feels like they're nurtured and cared for. So um, yeah, that's really what those books are about. That's kind of what my platform on speaking is. So when I get up on the stage and I just kind of custom tailor it based on uh, what the organization needs. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I totally agree with you, you know, and I think um, leadership to nowadays, right, I think that they are having the companies or organizations are having more thoughts on uh, diversity inclusion, right? And now it's those two words are the sexist words for them to be talking about, right? But it's like, uh, you know, it's interesting you say also, hey, how many have you done this for your family? Because in the end of the day, you know, if the leaders don't know where you're coming from and how your thought process is about, it's really challenging for them and also, you know, for yourself to understand why you are asked to do something in a certain way, you know, and I, I, I talked to about myself in this case, you know, it's really, um, I have a different vision, right? I've, I'm immigrated, I immigrated from Brazil in America and I'm like, Hey, you know, what now, you know, <laughs> you would start, uh, in the hotel business and then, okay, how can I get better at this? But also, you know, with the inclusion and the diversity, how often, like, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful that I've had opportunities to work in New York City. And I've worked in a hotel that all of my team were from a different country, you know, so it's like, how can you um, highlight those different cultures, you know, in one building and serve other people, right? But also it's like, how can you relate to those colleagues, you know, to those people that are, you are seeing on a daily basis, you know? So I, I really, that's why, you know, I think hospitality is definitely, you know, a step ahead, you know, of other businesses as well as in terms of uh, culture and diversity, uh, you know, in those two matters. But it's like you said, you know, each hotel, regardless of the brand, you know, it's the people that really makes this stay. Right. Um, and I truly appreciate you today, Shane, um, for coming here and talking to me today on the Leadership Talks podcast. It was such a pleasure <laughs> to have you. Yeah, listen, I'm super excited. I'm so proud of you. It's always great to watch you grow and what you're doing. And, uh, and um, you know, what you did for us always um, resonates and will always resonate with us. And I appreciate you. I love hearing and watching your story and everything that you're doing. It's always so cool. You're such a great person with great personality. So thank you for taking the time to allow me to share my story on your platform. And, um, and I wish nothing but the best for you. Thank you so much, Shane. And again, I'm Wilkin Asmain to this, the Leadership Talks podcast. Have a great day, everyone.